Our faith influences our everyday life, and that is why theology matters. It's important we know what it is we believe and why we believe it. Join me, Cass, as we talk about theology and how it impacts our everyday life. We'll discuss cultural societal norms and taboo topics, all in light of biblical truths and standing firm in Christ. This is Her Theology. Ladies, welcome to Her Theology. I am so glad that you're with me today. I have a friend here, Jacinda, who I heard speaking at a women's retreat I went to in Lake Macquarie region. Would you call it Lake Macquarie? Tali. Uh, better. I had never been there before. <laughs> it was a very regional, ghost-like town. It's very <laughs> small and recluse. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes for an incredible weekend away with a whole lot of uh, godly women that mm. were exploring the Word of God. And so I heard Jacinda speaking there on the sin of omission, which we will get stuck into. And afterwards I thought, ah, I need her to come and share this information, mm. this conviction, <laughs> this incredible uh, revelation from Scripture with us all because I know we're going to glean lots from it and I know God's going to use it in our lives. So I'm excited for today's episode. For those of you that are new, um, welcome if this is your first time listening to Her Theology. As always, um, would love it if you hit like or love or whatever you do on the platform that you listen to this. And also if you want to follow Her Theology on social media. Don't post all the time. It's improving. <laughs> I have a little bit of a social media um, aversion going on at the moment, but that is going to change over time. Um, however, it will keep you up to date. And so, you know, that is that, get all that boring stuff out of the way. But here we go. Let's get stuck in. Jacinda, welcome. Thank you for having me. Now, I'm going to throw you on the bus. Under yep. the bus, not on the bus. Oh, we'll throw you on the bus. bus she's is heavily pregnant right now. Jacinda. <laughs> Very. <laughs> Jacinda is expecting their first, and so um, I definitely won't be throwing you anyway. But <laughs> that's okay. I'll probably bounce, but I'm not sure how good it will be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but tell me three things about you that you think our listeners would find interesting. Uh, well, you won't be able to ever meet him, but I find him super interesting. My husband's name is Alex and he's currently an MTS apprentice. Uh, so that's what, one thing. What's an MTS apprentice? Ah, uh, ministry training uh, scheme apprentice. So he's basically trying to figure out if he's equipped for full-time ministry okay. at the moment. So he works for church and does a bunch of different things there. So it's almost like an on-ramp before going and committing to Bible college, isn't it? Yeah. Really good way to suss out if you're suitable for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and under really good and wonderful wisdom and leadership to help support that process. That's awesome. Mm. Yep. Number two? Number two, um, I'm a high school science teacher, so Christian science teacher. Lots of people find that one interesting, but um, I love teaching science and I love doing so from a Christian worldview. Um, it's a pretty epic job and has many gospel opportunities with it. That's awesome. I feel like... I should do trivia with you then. Oh, I'm an expert at trivia. <laughs> do you remember? Because my husband remembers all these random weird facts that don't benefit anyone. Oh, I've got a whole side story on that type okay. of that type of thing. <laughs> we need to tease something up. Yeah. <laughs> and um, third, third interesting fact. 
I love birds. Ah. Yep, yep. I'm a big fan of birds. I really love that they're everywhere around. Are you a bird watcher? Yes. It's known as twitching. Really? Yep. Oh, I thought that was a Harry Potter term. No, no, no. Twi- I've never read it, uh, but no. I just thought that was. No, I think, I'm not sure if you're getting confused, but yes, twitchers are bird watchers because they get a bit twitchy when the bird comes and they get a bit excited. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's, um, it's a passion. It's a passion I have that is actually quite infectious. I've managed to see quite a number of people in my life um, start to get into it. Um, okay. They're like, hey, I, I saw this Regent Bowerbird. I'm like, well, I haven't seen one of those yet. I need to go find one. <laughs> but okay. yeah, yeah, I love birds. Do you have books on it? Yes, I have okay, my bird no, watching books. You're definitely a – and yeah, you're a twitcher You then. could see there's a couple of bird paintings around here. Okay. So. okay. <laughs> the things you learn about people. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, um, Jacinda, thanks for coming on. And thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on when, you know, it's – it's, we're in the evening right now and I know it's like <laughs> she's worked all day today teaching high school students um, and then she's committed to this, so thank you. No, you're welcome. <laughs> now, the sin of omission. Now, I'm going to read out just this verse and then you can mm. dive straight in. Yeah, <clears throat> James totally. 4, 17. So if anyone's been on the journey with her theology for a while, you know we did like four big episodes on James. Um, so James four seventeen. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Mm-hmm. So this is called the sin of omission. So Jacinda, take us through this. What is the sin of omission? What does that even mean? Mm. And uh, why did you want to talk about that? Yeah, well, I guess what I'll do is I'll talk about um, why I, I chose to speak on the sin of omission and then I, I think I might unpack some of the wordy side of us, so it helps us to understand, I guess, what what has actually been talked about. So um, I think, yeah, so during lockdown last year, I was um, doing my Bible reading and wanted to try and tackle something a little bit different, used to reading um, the Bible book by book, and so I wanted to do a bit of a theme study, and so I pulled up a, a Ligonier, um, which is uh, R.C. Sproul's kind of ministry area, Good old RC. <laughs> Highly recommend any Ligonier yes. ministry stuff is great. Yeah, so I pulled that up on as a U version um, and was just working through that and it was looking at kind of Old Testament, New Testament um, things and I just came across this one day where it was talking about the sin of omission and I was like, oh, I've come across James before. In my previous church we had done the book of James and this verse was the key verse for the the day's kind of devotional and I was just so gobsmacked by it I was like oh if I if I don't do what I ought to do it's sin and I was like oh, why doesn't people why haven't I thought about this more yeah definitely don't think um, about it much yeah why, why is this something that's not so forward for us as Christians mm. um so I think I I did a bit of exploring and um considering and thinking on it and Obviously, uh, God's spirit was uh, pressing it <laughs> in my mind and my heart for a couple of days as I was just trying to think about um, where I had failed. And, of course, by the grace of God, <laughs> we have forgiveness for all these failures, and we'll talk Amen. more about that. Um, but, yeah, it just it kind of yeah, settled uh, deep on me, and um, I just felt like I had to do share it more and do something with it. And 
I had been asked to um, do a talk for our women's ministry, for our women's retreat. And it's the first talk I ever, well, I ever did in front of a bunch of women. So it was like quite nerve wracking, but I thought this is something that needs to be put out there because Mm. if I haven't heard of it, I wonder how many other women haven't heard of this or even just Christians in general. Um, So that's where it all started. Um, So I guess from here, I it's probably good that we start unpacking what the sin of omission is. Um, so uh, in a nutshell, the best way to describe the sin of omission is a sin that we commit when we neglect to do what is right. Yes. Um, and so basically it's good works left undone. Yep. And so you, you, if you want to break down the words um, – I went and did a Google search and omission means a failure to fulfill a moral or legal obligation or to omit something from some like from something is um, intentionally like being intentionally forgetful or neglectful. So it kind of hits home when you're like (laughs) intentionally neglectful or intentionally forgetful. So would it be fair to say that procrastinating – is a sin. I, I would say in some circumstances, yes. <laughs> that's a scary and, thought, isn't and it? <laughs> there's, I think that's something that's worth unpacking more. Yeah. You know, maybe that might be something you could do yeah. in the future. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's because it's a care, you want to tread that carefully. Um, but it definitely, yeah, I think some procrastination can be a sin of omission, a failure to do what we ought to do. You can see that in that description, yeah. Mm. And um, it's, it's good old mate. Opposite twin, um, kind of the one that we're so much more used to is the sin of commission or commission. Um, and that's when we actually willfully violate God's law and, yeah. and, and will. Um, and so that one's probably the one that we know the most of. It's the easiest um, to address in yes, someone's life, it's, right? It's literally yeah. like, it's literally the first sin that was committed. Um, you think about Adam and Eve and you yes. think about them eating the apple. They told they were told not to eat the apple and they took it and they did it. They did exactly what they weren't supposed to do. Yeah. Um, whereas the sin of omission is not doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a really critical thing to be aware of because um, we so often think of, oh, I sinned again. I failed to do um, what I'm supposed to do with regards to, you know, like making sure that I, I'm loving God and that, like, again, as always, thank goodness for the grace of God and his forgiveness yeah, in Christ. Yeah. Um, but so often we we don't actually understand we're sinning when we've chosen to turn the blind eye on something or to neglect something. Um, and that might be when we ha- when we ought to have, you know, Helps. given help someone given yep. to the poor um taken time out for other people it looks it it looks actually so drastically different in so many different circumstances which is why again yeah i think it's so critical that we understand it yeah mm. and it's interesting because as you say that i think about you know just what my mind goes through throughout the day mm-hmm. <laughs> yep <laughs> and i sit there and think i could probably list double the amount of um sins of omission I do versus commission. Yeah, you know, like totally. In in all seriousness, because there's so many things that you're just like, oh, I don't want to do that. Mm. I just don't want to do that. Yeah, I think that, that plays, plays itself out in a lot of different ways. And um, when I was writing the talk, I was trying to think about ways to help us understand um, like the difference and how nuanced and discreet it can be. 
because mm. sometimes we can do this thing of, well, if you think of, um, I, I talked about Romans, Romans 1 um, in, in my talk and like, you know, things like, um, oh, you know, it talks about how people are slanderers and gossipers and adulterers and all that type of stuff. And you can be so quick to go, sin of commission. Oh, I haven't committed all those sins today. Look at me. I've done really great. Yeah. I must be really pleasing God. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, there's, I'm, I'm thinking this as a future mother, there's my child. And instead of trying to approach them because they've done something um, inappropriate or wrong with a soft, gentle heart in an uh, in a bid to try and teach them and grow them up. I've come down really harshly and yelled at them. Well, okay. <laughs> yep. Is that the right way to do things? I have missed and neglected an opportunity to do good. Yes. And that's I've a very done it. Good example. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think that's something that's pressing at, at this present time for yeah. me. Um, but yeah, it just plays itself out in so many different ways. Like, I think maybe you could think of another time at church. Um, you know, you're surrounded by people and often people need so much of us and that's a good thing because that's why we're part of the body yes. of Christ. Yes. Um, and sometimes we don't want to give even though when we should mm-hmm. um, and sometimes that's time and you look at your watch and you're like, oh, I've got to get home and do all these chores but this person desperately needs me. Actually, I'm just going to bypass them, give them the blind eye yeah. and go past. And sometimes that's warranted but sometimes it's better to give and be sacrificial. It's going to be better for the kingdom. It's going to be better for people and so – that's the time when we commit the sin of, yeah. sin of omission because yep. we've not done the good we ought to do. Yeah. And mm. I think we can all resonate that with times where even even if it's a, not, a non-believer or a friend that, mm. um, you know, those people that I like to call in our lives grace growers. Mm. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I think – I think there's been plenty of times where even at the shops or even at Bunnings today, I took mm. the kids to the park and a lady was chatting to me uh, and I – sorry, there is a park at Bunnings. That sounded weird. <laughs> Bunnings yep. and Park. Do they have um, the park? Yes, they do have a park there. Highly recommend for mums that are at their tether. Um, anyway, <laughs> go buy yourself a plant. Um, but, yeah, it, I had a chat to this lady and I oh, just so desperately just didn't feel like chatting. Mm. <laughs> but you just don't know where the conversation goes. Yep. So I can definitely resonate with that 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 selfish desire to just you know they're there for a reason. Mm. You know it's pressing on you, mm. but you just don't want to go there. You just don't want to do it. Yep. You just don't have the energy, whatever it may be. Yeah. And I think it does. It comes down to that reliance on self, doesn't it, versus mm. going, okay, Lord – just gonna be. I'm just gonna be loving and gentle and kind mm. and generous in my time. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing to do to pray. I think that's what God wants us to do is mm. to recognize when we are going to step, um, you know, to the side of doing something that is good, and we should do it because you know God's made us for good works. Ephesians two. Yep. Um, and it, it brings Him glory. It it pleases Him, and ultimately, we always feel great about doing it afterwards. Like. How yes. about that? <laughs> yes. God being that so kind. That is the funny thing, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it really is the funny thing that there is always fruit that comes out of this. Yeah. Like being obedient to those those moments and those call-ins. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, praying I think is a really critical thing to 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 this this sin is giving it to God, especially when you don't want to do something because God's going to be the one that changes your heart. So yeah. do you think it always lies with conviction, ignoring a conviction? See, this is, this was a tricky one because sometimes I feel like it's ignoring a conviction, and so, um, and sometimes um, the the important part to note is you haven't sinned if you didn't realize that it was something you should do. So, the 
the point mm. of the sin of the sin of omission is that you know you should do something good, but you haven't chosen to do it. And so I'm hoping I'm answering your question here correctly. No, no, you are. Um, so if you are maybe a young Christian or you haven't explored a certain uh, biblical theology that you sh- you know you sh- you're working towards or you you should know by now, um, then and and you commit a sin and like the sin of omission, and later you realised you've done that, you technically haven't sinned. Because you, you didn't know, you didn't know that it was a good work you ought to do. Yeah. So for those of the women out there that are just like, oh my gosh, there's all these failures I've done. <laughs> um, you don't need to worry. Christ has covered that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's the point of it is you know what you should do, and you've chosen not to do it. If you don't know and you're still learning, yeah, that's what grace is about. That's what growth and maturity is yes. about and so that's a really helpful thing because I know that could be very a very heavy burden that could be laid on some mm. of us um that idea that I've failed not just in my yes in, in like um, I've been committing these sins willfully but I've also failed to do all these good things that I should do you know it's, it's a learning curve and God has so much grace and one of the things that was a huge highlight for me in writing the talk was realizing how much Jesus died for because I think when mm. I was thinking about the, when I think about the cross before I really unpack this yes. this this concept of sin of omission, Jesus died for the sins that I committed, and so it's the, the willful sins. But all the more, Jesus died for the good works I failed to do. Yes, and you're just like, oh, that's just mind blowing. It's like so much more. <laughs> wow, Jesus did way more than I realized. There's way more depth. Way more <laughs> everything. Yes. Yeah. And that's what makes him such a great king and leader and yeah. and saviour because you look to him and the funny the, – oh, again, the, the thing that I, I realise, I've been exploring the Bible for 10 years and you you just never get enough of it and you never stop yes. learning. And Jesus not only never committed a sin of commission, like a willful disobedience of God, he, <laughs> he never committed a sin of omission. It's so true. <laughs> he did yes. everything – he was supposed to do every good work that the father presented before him. He did it with like like joy. It was never a second guess. He never turned a blind eye. And what some like you know, I suppose sometimes you might look and go, "Oh, he should have done that." But no, he's he's the Lord. He knows what he's doing, and he yep. would have never done anything yep. wrong. Yes. So, like, how much more of a savior and how much more of a Lord is he when you when you start to see that side of of sin? And and how convicting is it when you think about? how much he poured himself out. I oh, mean, he just yep. – <laughs> and I know we're not – we are not God. We are human mm. and we need to have, you know, time to recover. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he poured himself out, you yep. know, and, and you see it where he goes, I need – I just need to go. Yeah. Go go for a little bit. I just need to go to a quiet area and pray, you know. And, and that there's was – times where he wanted to go and he goes – he just looked upon the people and took sympathy. You know, this is – Yep. And every single time, every single time, it's a sin of it's not a, it's not a sin of omission. It's it's a good work. He's chosen to go pray to the Father. Right. It's a good work. He's yep. chosen to yep. have sympathy yes. and care for the needy and have compassion. It's a good work. Every single thing he did was a good work. It's just so it's so marvelous. <laughs> yes, and so it sounds like wisdom comes into it a lot. Oh, well. so much wisdom because, like I said at the start, it's nuanced and it's different for every single person. That's right. Because some of us, we have that conviction that we love to love the lost, and so we might never ever stop, like uh, neglect a gospel conversation. Yes. But we may um, 
we may be in other areas of our life more prone to not do those good works we're supposed to. And so I've seen that in lots of my friends. I've seen it change in myself over the years where sometimes I will be in the past, I would never have neglected a gospel conversation and, and just been so excited to have those opportunities presented to me. And um, now in exhaustion, it's a little bit more of a, oh, I don't, oh, can I pull this off? And I don't really have time. For yeah, this. I don't have time. Yeah. Can I be bothered? Do I like you? Just type of things. And <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's so, so, such petty things sometimes. Um, and and it's, it's real. It's, it's real. what we do. Yeah. yeah. And so it's good to be aware of yourself. And so I think that's one of the critical things when trying to work through this yourself is to make sure that you, um, first of all, know your scripture um, so, so that you are being led by God. And so it's not, you know, the devil tempting you with something or you're being um, led by false wisdom or worldly wisdom, but know your scriptures um, and uh, pray to God that he would fill you with an understanding of good works and um, ask that he would help you to take them on when he presents them to you and yep. have grace and patience for yourself. Yes, and and this is the thing we often forget. It's you are going to sin every oh, yes. single day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you what, feel like it more now. <laughs> <laughs> and repentance isn't just remorse. It's actually learning from yeah, it. Yeah, totally. And this is totally. the thing we learn. This is... This is why I wanted to talk about this subject because I thought, oh, this is great because it, it's not about condemning you when you're listening to this, yeah. but it's more going, hey, if we're aware of it, it means we've got more to learn. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like and it change. means more things to to be thankful for. Like you're not, we're not in the dark about this anymore, this thing that, you know, we didn't realize existed um, and that we were doing. Um, and so rather than being overwhelmed or shamed, being thankful, oh, thanks God for revealing this to me. Now help me, please. Help yep. me to live a life that is even more pleasing to you. Yes. Um, and again, this if you've if you've only conviction. Yeah, and if you if you've only just learned about the sin of omission, just give thanks. Yeah. Um, like literally, be like, I am sorry for committing those sins, and thanks that Jesus has um, done those, like paid for that, and done those good works for me. Um, help me now to press forward in yes. good works for your glory. Yeah. Um, there's no point in wallowing in it. Just get on with life and and, and just <laughs> start doing those good works that God. God has it blessed you to do? Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I love that. Mm. So, do you think, like, what other scriptures did you find were relevant to this subject? Oh, I, I found it. I found a bunch at the time, and just more as I have exp- had this this concept more present in my mind. Yep. So even today, um, and I have it's it's pressed on my mind today, but particularly I've heard it in the past things like. Um, was it bless those who bless you and bless those who curse you? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, and they persecute you and say yeah. all sorts of things about you. Yeah. So you think you. about the the yes. beatitudes, like blessed is this situation yes. and blessed is that person. I think it's a really helpful thing to go. Oh, there's times when somebody has cursed me or persecuted me. The good work that I should do in this situation is I should bless them. Yep. And you know what? Half the time I don't want to do that. I feel yeah. like it's unjust and unright to let someone get away with that type point. of stuff. But I need to remember one, well, number one, Jesus has paid for that sin. And so whether that person is a Christian and they've committed a sin or well, that sin's forgiven, whether they're going to become a Christian in the future, that sin will be forgiven. The point is my job is to not decide what justice needs to be enacted on that person for yes. cursing me or persecuting me or you know harming me. 
my job is to bless them. Yep. Because that's what the Lord says. I'm supposed to listen and be obedient. And so the good work I'll do is I'll trust God with this, even though it's hard. Yes. Yep. And that's a very challenging – you had to pick that one verse. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I think the reason why is because it's challenged me. Because, <laughs> yep. I mean, I always ponder that verse and I'm like, what does that even look like? Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, I yep. worked with the persecuted church for years with open doors mm. and – um I mean, it's crazy to think I'd hear testimony after testimony after testimony of these people that would be persecuted, would lose their livelihoods, would be Mm. violently attacked and tortured over long periods of time, um, unjustly, uh, um, what's the word, in jail? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Wronged and and whatever, Yeah. yeah. And yet they just would not react, they would keep their mouth shut, mm. they would just continue to share the gospel, they would, you know, share messages of hope and it, and just sit there and you're like, wow, I can't even do that to someone that cuts me off in traffic. Yes, that's Let what alone. I was thinking about. The traffic <laughs> issue is such a such a problem for our world, yeah. right, where we have so much, um, was it that, that, that affluence effect? Um, it's, it's always incredible to consider brothers and sisters overseas who are actually really in struggle, struggle street. Yep. Um, and I don't think you'll ever come across a Christian who will complain to the Lord about their circumstances in those places no. because they really get it. Yet here I am in my comfy house and there's times that I'm complaining about stuff because it's not convenient anymore. Yep. And it just makes you realize, yeah, there's, there's, so much more I could do. So there you go, a sin of omission. I could, right. I could be giving thanks. Yeah. Well, why, why wallow And when I could be giving thanks for every single thing that I that actually I have. have? That's right. Yep. And I could be giving thanks for the safety I have here. Yeah. Um, and then what am I doing with that? Yeah, you know, totally. With the, with the wealth and with the time yeah. yep. and with the resources that we have mm. in, compa- in comparison. And I'm not trying to glorify and worship the persecuted church. We're all sinners. We all get things yes. wrong. But um, there is something to be said. The sin of omission weighs heavier, I think, when we're in the West. Yeah. Um, in the sense of we have so much at our hands and at our disposal. Mm. So what are we doing with it? Yeah. And how are we spending our time? Cause, and, and I think something – really struck me when you did the talk is sin of omission is a struggle for me because we live in a culture where busyness is an idol. Yep. And I feel like that plays into it a lot. It does. I reckon I reckon it really does. Um, yeah, because you fill your life with so many things that need to be done, which really don't. Yeah, um, and, yep. <laughs> and then that – that prevents you from doing a bunch of other good works. And I'm, I'm here to tell you that I'm exactly like that. There's so many times where in my heart I've desired to go and help the poor and needy to be with people who um, don't have other other people around them. So, for instance, I've, I've for a very long time wanted to go to nursing homes and just be a presence. Yep. Um, just, you know, sit there and have a conversation with someone who may not have any family to visit them. Just a simple thing. You know how long that's taken me to do? Um, well, I haven't even started yet yeah, <laughs> and I've yeah. been thinking about it for two years. Yeah. Like, that's a good work that should be something that's a priority and some, there's always something that gets in the way. Um, and so, again, there's legitimate reasons um, yep. and, and real reasons that aren't sinful, but there are some that are. And, and that's yeah. right. It's, it's, and like you said, going back to what we talked about earlier, it's yep. having wisdom and understanding. Yeah trying to weed through that and I think that's where wise counsel or like yep 
speaking to whether Proverbs. it be a family member <laughs> yeah. or like someone and going, you know, am I are my priorities right right now? Yeah, being willing to listen and I think being open to to you know maybe a sermon will mm. do that conviction. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe you have a friend who's been very gently prodding you in in a certain direction, and you're like, oh, actually, I should listen. And yeah, um, it's it's just going to be it's going to play itself out in so many different ways. Um, and I've I've heard so many different people express that you know I didn't realize I was doing this or I didn't realize I could do this until someone kind of made it blatantly obvious to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that's great. Yeah. yeah. So it, and you know what you touched on it. You said proverbs. It's, mm-hmm. I'm actually currently <laughs> studying proverbs, and let me tell you. <laughs> Proverbs is brilliant. (laughs) I've never done a deep dive into it until now and I'm like, huh. (laughs) Hmm. Not sure I want to keep on doing this. Well, Alex did a, surprisingly enough, Alex, my husband, did um, a talk series for church. Yes, I heard about this. um, On Proverbs, looking at wisdom of Proverbs and how we should still glean from those scriptures. Of course, it's like scripture, all scripture is breathed out, so we should glean from every scripture, but the the gold that we can extract from yep. Proverbs in this current day and age and how critical it is. God God created the world through his wisdom. Yep. Why not why not take advantage of that? And um, in James it says, you know, pray to God if you want wisdom and he will bless you with it. He will pour it yep. out on you in abundance. And so that's where we should like that's one of the places we should be going to is going where does the scriptures tell us how we should how we should do good works. Yes. Um so, yeah, so I think there was a couple of particular things that my husband had pulled out for his talks that were quite like, you know, oh, wow, that's something I never really thought about before. I really need to do some more pondering on this. Yeah. And, okay. again, thankfulness, not ashamed, not wallowing because we want to be making sure that we're, we're not focusing on ourselves, we're focusing on Christ and by his grace he's shown us this, yes. you know, this thing through his, script, his word. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And mm. it's no coincidence, Proverbs and James line up. James yep. is the New Testament <laughs> Proverbs. Literally. So it's absolutely no incidence that we're landing and finishing talking about Proverbs mm. from this passage in James, James 4, 17. Mm. Um, so is there any final kind of thoughts or words you want to say or encouragement? Um, I thought maybe I could give you the kind of pathway that I I kind yes. of did for the the application for my talk because you don't want just a talk that tells you all this stuff and then you don't know how to how to deal with it. I love that. So, we um, need the practical. Yeah, so the practical I, I called it the 5 Ps for the pathway. Love um it. so the first thing is passage, second is prayer, third is practice, fourth is patience, and fifth is praise. And I think we've touched on all these throughout our conversation tonight. But um if you so want to passage, passage, prayer, practice, patience and praise love it so the idea is passage just know your scriptures the only way you're going to be more equipped to do good works is to be more aware of god's will and god's god's purpose um so you know don't don't neglect the scriptures and even if it's five minutes every single day um it's going to be something that will count and one of the things that i've heard um rachel Yankovic, is that right? Yes. Yes. I remember my husband quoted this to me. Rachel said, don't worry about, you know, spending heaps of time in the same passage and mulling over it. You'll be back again. 
And so that was a really yes. helpful thing that I've learned about my own scripture reading is I don't have to mull in one passage just to really nut it in my head and get it. Just keep going, keep pressing on, you'll be back again and God will enlighten you more and more to the, his word and unpack it more. And if anyone is listening to this and you're like, how do I even do this? Mm. There is a Her Theology Bible Reading Challenge group that is always running. We currently mm. just today started the whole Bible in nine months again. Wow. Um, this is our fourth time round, the sun, for this. Um and there's a group of, it averages about 30-ish women and we all comment and like encourage each other on. So if anyone is listening to this going, I need to get into this, you can. Do just it. message me and I will add you to the group. It doesn't matter if you come on halfway. It just creates really good habits. We read yeah. six to eight chapters a day. You don't have That's to epic. overthink it. That's epic. Yep. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Just read it and do it. we come back to it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing that. I've yeah. been doing that with my journey through the Old Testament scriptures. I just love reading over and over again and it's like, oh, I want to sit here. And sometimes I might, but sometimes I just keep going yeah. and you just get that big picture. So passage. Love that. Know your scriptures. All for that. Um, next thing is prayer. I think we've talked about it a lot. We've just got to stop sometimes and mm-hmm. just pray mm-hmm. and ask God um, for his kindness in helping us understand what good works he has for us today. Mm-hmm. So it could be the simple act of praying in the morning um, Lord, reveal to me your good works so that I might do them for your glory. Yep. Or if you are someone who is just fresh to the sin of omission stuff, then just pray and ask for forgiveness for not realizing that it's something that's there. Because, you know, um, like I said, you haven't committed a sin if you haven't known the good works. But now that you know of it, you don't want to continue in that. Yep. Um, and just pray and give thanks that no matter what, Christ has died for our sins. Um, and so even if we go on tomorrow and commit another sin of omission, which we will do because that's what we are, human, right? Um, and Jesus died for all that. Be be so thankful that he has covered all those multitude of sins, Amen. commission and omission. Um, so important. Awesome. Uh, the next one was practice. And so that's probably the, the big thing with that one is just keep practicing, you know. Okay, here's a good work. I'm going to have a go at it um, and, and take those opportunities uh, and and do so, you know, maybe step out if you're a little bit uncomfortable, step out and have a go. Um, if it's something that really worries you or concerns you, talk to, talk to someone and ask for help and just keep practicing. Practice, 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 yep. practice, practice. That's all you can do. Yep. Um, you, don't ne- steps. Yeah, you don't want to yep. neglect it and you're not going to be great at it. Sometimes you might, might flummox at a good work and you're, oh, I could have done that better or <laughs> that was not so good. You know, the conversation you have with a friend that – um, is is really needed yes. for them, um, you know, a rebuke that might need to happen and you just feel like you're not the person to do it but you know that you're the only person in their life that needs it – or sorry, that can do that it. can do it, yeah. Um, so, so, you know, trust God with it and, you know, you've just got to get in and if you make a mistake, just, you know, you can go and apologise to your friend. And, yeah. Um, but, yeah, just bring it to God and just ask that you – you know, you'd be, yeah, have a go at those things. Um, He'll equip yeah. you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You've got his spirit. Um, and, yeah, as long as you're humble uh, and you, you're seeking yeah, his His wisdom in it and, yeah, there's just so much to it. Like he's, he's not going to leave you hanging. He's He's got your back. <laughs> like the famous Nike proverb, just yeah. do it. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. That's probably the best. <laughs> just written there I feel like I should just have the shirt on just do it (laughs) um the fourth one was patience um and um 
I think patience is critical again because we're going to stuff up. Yeah. So patient with ourselves. Patient with ourselves, patience with others because yes. there's going to be times when we're like, you know, we might have the hard conversation or patience with our kids because we might have to repeat over and over again. That's what the Bible literally is, is a repetition of the same stories over and over again to help us understand. Yeah, we're all slow learners, <laughs> even how, to the day we die. <laughs> how good God is. I think I learned, again, I learned that from, I think, Doug Wilson. Just the Bible is a repeti- repetitious story, helping us understand how gracious God is and how much we fail and how much God will always rescue us. Awesome. Yeah. So patience with ourselves, patience with others, because it is a learning curve. Um, and so it's so worth it, though. And it's very important you bring that up because I think, and we touched on it slightly, it's very easy for us if we're growing in this area to then expect others to immediately get it or place the same expectation on us. Like, for example, you have it on your heart to go to a nursing home. Then you might get frustrated because your friend doesn't get it. That's that's not their conviction. (laughs) So that's fine. Be okay with them not understanding it. But also... If you are, oh, I finally went out on a limb and I did what I was meant to do. I did what I was ought to do Mm. and my kids still didn't listen to me. You still did the right (laughs) thing and God is pleased with you. So still be Mm. patient with them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And and that's that point. Like how much has God spoken to us about these things over and over and over again and we haven't listened or we haven't actually picked up on the, the lesson we need to be patient with ourselves as we learn to do that and patient as we work with others and we mm. might see others repeat the same silly mistakes or mm. we might, um, yeah, just that type of thing. Yeah, and I think yeah. often also in that sense I know there's been times where I give, whether it be time or service or whatever, mm. for someone and it's not um, acknowledged or thanked or whatever, mm. you know. So there's, it's just it relates to so much. Yeah. Patience. is Patience within yourself. It's not to about go. you. Yeah. That's right. Okay, Lord. So I, I just did this great work and there's all, it's still sta- stained and by no sin. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. Um, I just ruined it. Yeah. And so, yeah, again. Patience. 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 patience, patience. One, one day you'll do that and thing. And grace. Yeah. And you'll look at it and you'll you'll realise that you've done this good work for God um, and, you know, you haven't sought anyone's wisdom or approval in it. Like, sorry, not wisdom. Um, uh, acknowledgement. Acknowledgement yes. and approval. Thank you. Um, and you'll know that your approval is in heaven with God and you'll be like, oh. That, w- that passage, like when yeah. you give, don't let your left hand know what your right hand's yeah. doing. You know, your treasure's in heaven. Yeah, because we're always looking right. to please God. Yes. Because what what what, what are we going to do when we don't want to please yeah. him and we do it out of selfish ambition? There's another yeah. sin. Yeah. <laughs> it's always so tricky, isn't it? Um, and, yeah, so that's patience. I think that one's really critical. And lastly, praise. Just give thanks. Yeah. Like we have we have a God who has not only rescued us and saved us um, and, and made us clean before him uh, and is growing us like Christ, but it is a God who wants us to partake in the good works he has prepared before us yes. that we might walk in them. Uh, Ephesians 2, um, 10, that one is. Um, yeah, how good is it that God is actually going, okay, now that you're, you're my, my daughter, you're my son, I want you to do these good works. You Amen. are fully equipped. You have your, you have the spirit. You have my word. Um, yeah, you can go out and do all these good things now. Um, yeah, you can glorify Amen. me. There's so many cool things. So just give thanks that you can do that. Like that's that's an epic thing. It's something I don't think we often realize we can give thanks for. Thanks, God, mm. that I can serve my brothers and sisters at church. Mm. And uh, thanks that I can um, – I can love others who are lacking and in need. Mm. And just it just changes your whole perspective on life. Yeah, that we can be 
part of someone else's life. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and also just give thanks that he's, you know, he's growing you in this area. Yes. So, yeah. That's awesome. Mm. Oh, I love that. And thank God for the conviction. Yeah. Because it means yep. you got the Holy Spirit in you, you can have assurance of faith. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's mind-blowing, isn't it? Just, yeah, it's it, it's a very interesting interesting topic and concept and yeah I think once you start to unpack it and explore it um yeah you're gonna be there for a while <laughs> it's good though I think yeah. it's great that we've been able to flag this with everyone today and yeah like make them you know I have no doubt you're gonna stop listening to this if you've listened this whole way congratulations <laughs> it's been a long conversation um, <laughs> how long wow 39 minutes that's 40. actually really good for me <laughs> okay that's great <laughs> um this isn't too bad. Okay. I think the her, the her theology girls are pretty used to about, yeah, about 45 an hour. Oh, okay, cool. We've done great today. <laughs> We've done well. We'll, um, keep, we'll keep the heavy topic short and simple for yeah. you. <laughs> but, you know, I'm sure you're going to go home and stew about it. Not home. You're probably listening at home. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stew about it. Pray about it. But Jacinda, what was – let's finish it again. It was – Passage. Passage. Prayer. Prayer. Practice. Practice. Patience. Patience. Praise. Praise. So I'm going to try and put that on a social media post so that way people can see it practically in front of their eyes. I think that would be really good and helpful as well. Yep. So thank you, ladies. Thank you, Jacinda, for coming on. My pleasure. It was awesome. Um, I love this topic. I love talking about this. Um, And I just love your heart for this as well and for women to grow. Mm. So thank you. It's beautiful. Yep. I'm thankful for the conviction myself. <laughs> Are you though sometimes? <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, wait a second. Let's reassess that. Sometimes. No, I'm praise, praise, praise. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you ladies for listening. Like I said, if you like this episode, would love for you to share it um, and like it. So hit subscribe to whatever platform you listen to your podcast because that really helps me out to get this out and about. Um, but like I said, share it with your friends and family or whoever you want because um, mm-hmm. I feel like this is an important message that mm. lots of women and men can glean from. So um, praise the Lord for that. And mm. I hope you have a great week. Thanks, Jacinda. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.